0: Hi, Satellite Sisters. We're excited to announce our new weekly newsletter, Pep Talk. That's right. It's happening. A little pep talk in your inbox on Fridays starting in August. Every issue will be short and sweet with podcast highlights, our recommendations for books, TVs and films that are going to keep you entertained, plus recipes and other, you know, tidbits. And of course, there'll be a little pep talk because we all need that right now, don't we? It's the perfect newsletter to enjoy and then share with your satellite sisters and misters. You can find sign-up links all over the place, on our social media, on our website, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. We would love to have you sign up for Pep Talk now. Thanks. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for being with us today. I'm Leon Dolan here in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer. I'm producer. And uh, today, I'm just happy to be here. We have a lot going on in California, but we're all safe here. Liz?
2: This is Liz Dolan. I am the middle sister. I'm also in Southern California in Santa Monica. Did a lot of work over the weekend on improving my audio quality sisters, but right now there's someone working on my roof. So no matter what I do, I'm just stymied. Anyway, Julie.
1: Hi, I'm Julie Dolan. I live in Dallas, Texas. I'm the oldest sister. I'm an empty nester and an urban nana, or maybe it's now a suburban nana. I don't know. One of the two. But I'm here and I'm happy to be with you both.
0: I feel like you should stick with urban Nana. I feel you know? like that's the that's, that's your soul. So
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't don't give in. Don't I started don't give in. yes. I started being a great you know, I spend a lot of time as a grandmother in urban settings. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Today on the show, we're happy to welcome our it's kind of exciting for me because I was a huge Talking Heads fan and uh, Chris Franz is going to be on the show. He's a founding member of Talking Heads and TomTom Tom Club, uh, you know, and he's written a wonderful new memoir called Remain in Love. There's so many fun 70s, 80s rock details in the memoir. Oh, my gosh. It's just great. And he lives a very normal life now in our former hometown of Fairfield, Connecticut. <laughs> so I'm That's looking
2: forward so to this That's what's so crazy. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. It is. It's crazy. So we'll be talking to him. Uh, Let's see. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Julie and Liz, did people deliver on the Facebook Instagram contest or what? Has that been a highlight? It
1: is. It was the best part of my week. We're going to go through it. This is the look what I did contest. People have been doing a lot of things, sisters, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah, and then Liz,
0: um we had another another funny Facebook post from the Facebook group that we decided to talk about. That's the beauty product mix-up. Julie shared her story and then people are idiots out there. I mean, they're...
2: <laughs> well, I would just say this. Brushing your teeth is apparently much more treacherous than we thought. So, uh, so I am going to review some of the funnier mistakes people have made with product snafus
0: okay so that's what's happening on the show this week
2: okay but first you guys i want to thank you for my birthday gift so last uh last friday was my birthday and you sisters got together and sent me a cameo now for those of you who don't know cameo is this service online where you can get personalized messages from your favorite celeb which is just an insane thing that this is a business. And I didn't even know that this was a business until about four months ago, I was teaching a marketing class and one of the students like pitched this whole idea about using cameo. And I was like, what is that? I don't even know what that is. And she explained, you can go online and these celebrities, they record messages for you. And she explained the whole thing to me, which is good because otherwise when I got this weird link allegedly from Sheila <laughs> that yeah. I was so supposed to click open. There's no way I would have clicked it open. Anyway, so <laughs> you, you sent me a video of Michael Ian Black, the comedian, and everyone, you would recognize his face. He's probably most famous for being in the movie Wet Hot American Summer, but he's in everything. And I got this absolutely <laughs> delightful, very personalized birthday message from michael ian black so i just want to know how did this come about sisters
1: well sheila was the mastermind behind this yes. uh, yeah yes she knew about cameo and michael ian black i didn't know about <laughs> either the, either of those two things <laughs> <laughs> but i said yes and uh <laughs> and that yeah <laughs> and then she just she did it oh yeah was-
2: yeah well it was super surprising, really, really funny. Lee and you posted the actual message in the Satellite Sisters Instagram feed. So right. anyone who wants to see what Michael Ian Black said to me for my birthday, just we are at SAT Sisters on Instagram, and you should go check that out cause there's no sense to me. He said he he claimed to be on the Appalachian Trail as he was recording this message for me. We have no way of knowing whether or not that's true. Anyway, check that out. Uh, Cameo, that was a hit. Thank, thank you, sisters.
0: Um, I will,
2: yeah, I will say this.
0: Sheila did pull it all together in a shockingly fast time, but she did not know how to post it anywhere. So that's I was able to step in and do the posting, but full credit goes to full credit goes to Sheila. And just out of curiosity, I looked up a few things on Cameo. There are some podcasters there. Nobody I've ever heard of. So that (laughs) is good to know for future. We were like.
2: So there you have it. Uh, it's just very funny to look at the sliding scale of prices too. Like this person will do a message for fifty bucks. This person is four hundred bucks. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. it's a thing. People cameo. Check it out. So, but speaking of favorite celebrities, there's one other quick thing I wanted to say, Leon. Last week on Satellite Sisters, you did a special shout out to Anne Hesh, because she was debuting this week on Dancing with the Stars, right? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. she killed it. She did great. She did. You know what? I watched. She did do great. She's just nutty enough to do great in a show like that. Yeah. So, um, but I just wanted to let you know, my friend Mary, who you know, who lives on the east side of L.A., uh, we were talking on the phone this weekend because, of course, I haven't seen her since March. um, And she said, you know, there's so much going on with the fires and everything. I was in my local neighborhood next door do you know what next door is where people in the neighborhood yeah yeah you post your
1: neighborhood things yeah yes
2: and she said believe it or not apparently ann hash lives in this neighborhood because ann hash was on next door (laughs) promoting her debut on dancing with the stars (laughs) so So I.
1: (laughs) she's going everywhere doing it
2: she is doing it if she is working that hard that she's on her local next door. I think she's really going to put a lot into this. So I, I thought that was one of the most LA things I had ever heard, but I Mary wanted to make sure you knew that Anne was out beating the drum for herself. I'm
0: proud of her. She needs her help. Right. She has to get votes. So yeah, Yeah. we're here for you, Anne. We're here for you. Well, Liz, you alluded to uh, the fires. Obviously it's been a huge news story. The fires in California, Oregon, Washington, I have to tell you, this was a very, very grim weekend here. I would say, for me, personally, it was the worst weekend of the pandemic. It just felt like, boy, we've we've been through a lot. And now the fact that we can't leave our homes because the air quality is so bad just felt like another big blow. Um, but there are so many other places that where entire towns have been destroyed. There are firefighters and frontline workers working 12-hour shifts, you know, back to back to back. So many people displaced from their homes. It's all just very heartbreaking news. We The fire near us is the Bobcat fire. I'm in no physical danger, but the air quality is – is you can't go outside. And you can now smell all smoke in the house. So oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty alarming. Um, and all just – incredibly heartbreaking so uh, just incredibly heartbreaking so my best goes out to all the people that have been just displaced. I know we have a lot of Satellite Sisters listeners in Portland, in Seattle, in Central Oregon, uh, all up and down the West Coast of California, including very close to the Bobcat fire. So we're thinking of you. And we have firefighters uh, in this group or people whose mm -hmm. children are firefighters. There were some posts in our Facebook group about all the people whose whose sons and daughters are firefighters. So thank you to everybody working on those front lines, because
1: it's just something that... Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah.
0: but you know there's always life on venus now we know thanks (laughs) new new research out yesterday possible life on venus so just keep that in mind think about that that that
1: cheered me up a little i thought that was great (laughs) great news yes
0: it was we'll go deeper into that but that whole team did you notice almost that whole team of scientists was women I did notice that who authored that paper. It was pretty interesting. Well, it's Venus. Yeah. So there you I know. go.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, right? We're, so okay. let's go to Venus. <laughs> That's how science works, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of science, I did want to mention, uh, we do, we do have a scientist in our family who is a bit of an expert on what's going on right now. Our nephew, Sam. So the older son of one of our brothers recently Graduated from college with a degree in like physics and climatology, if you can believe it, and uh, has a job working in, for the Air Quality Management Service in Northern California. So he's an actual expert. So I asked Sam, like, what I didn't understand is why is the sky so orange? So, in case you want to know, here's what Sam said the aerosols are reflecting the sunlight. The atmosphere is also really stable, so the particulates just stay suspended. So I thought that was just a very nice, clear, you know, it was, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed knowing that. very Yes, clear. yes. So then I said, you know, because he's like 22, just started his first job ever. I said, how's the new job going, by the way? And his, his first line was, it's kind of like Stalingrad here. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Wow. I don't know what that means. I waited. And then the next sentence was, the new recruits are having to do operations with little training. And so, okay. Okay. so I was like, Sam, this is it. This is, this is what work is like. So, <laughs> yeah. I know you guys both have sons who have gone through this stage of first
1: job. after It's college. just so shocking, right? <laughs> I
2: know. What, what work is
1: really all about, yes.
2: That nobody's telling you what to, to do. Right. That, right. Yeah. And they're in the midst of this crisis anyway. So uh so just a little a little science from Sam. I thought I would pass along.
1: OK, that's good. All right. Well, here's something I want to pass along to you, sisters. It is a new Nordic trend. OK, it's called free loop sleeve. Can you say that? <laughs>
2: yeah. No.
1: Free loop sleeve. We learned how to say he we can learn how to say free heegle. loop. Or maybe it's fry luffs live. I don't know, but it's one of those two. It's a new Nordic trend. You know, uh, in Norway, it's open air living is deep, deeply ingrained in the country's heritage. Uh, sell, you know, they, uh, the Nor- Norwegians celebrate the time outside, no matter what the forecast is. Okay. They have an expression in Norway no bad weather, just bad clothing.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good think one. about that. I yes, think it's yeah. good.
1: They they have the attitude that you just suit up and you head outside. And I I think and uh, National Geographic actually um, brought this to my attention. They think that this free loop sleeve can be a model for other parts of the world during COVID. That Americans uh, maybe not maybe not this week in California and Washington week, yeah. and Oregon. But Americans, you know, I I reported it about. They're out camping. They're outside. They open air cafes, outdoor classes. Just being outside is good for our mental health. Maybe that's why this weekend was so hard for you, Leon. As you said, yeah. to be locked inside. Uh, and it's not just for hardcore athletes. Okay. It is healthy to go outside. It relaxes you and it can, it really can boost your moods. So free loop sleeve, You need to do this. It's, you know, there are lots of nature assisted therapies. So, and it's very good for grief and loss to spend time outside. Oh. So, I mean, you're lucky Southern California, most of the time you have perfect weather, you know, the issue of You know, bad weather or bad clothing you might not have to deal with. But for the rest of the country, you know, we just got to learn to put extra layers on, spend time outside, uh, because I think that will be very helpful as we move into the colder months to free loops feed. (laughs) I don't know if it's a noun or a verb yet, but I'll get back (laughs) to you on that. Okay.
0: thanks, Jill. I guess that's why those Norwegians win all those cross-country ski medals. Yes, they do. They're just out there. They just are out there there all the time. Nothing. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right. Well, that's a good thing to remember. And I I agree with you, Julie. I think that's what it was. I mean, it has not felt that trapped here because you could always go outside. And so this weekend, it just was really, when you really can't breathe the air outside, that's really, that doesn't feel great. It just doesn't. So you have
1: to have a positive wintertime mindset. Got Don't it. Let The weather, you know, keep you inside. Got, Got it. it.
0: Got it. Okie doke. Uh, all right. Coming up, we're going to be talking to Talking Heads founder, Chris Franz. Uh, his book is Remain in Love. Now, a lot of this book, uh, the the buzz around it has been um, that Chris is finally getting his opportunity to tell his side of the story. Because when you think of Talking Heads, what do you think of? You think of David, David Burn. Byrne. David <laughs> Byrne. Right. And everyone gives David Byrne credit for everything that Talking Heads ever did. And Chris has a few things to say about that because he doesn't really feel like David should get credit for everything. And, you know, it was David that sort of decided the band's not going to tour anymore. And then David that announced the band is over uh, in an article in rolling, in in an article in the Los Angeles times, didn't even discuss it with his bandmates. So there was a lot of bad blood at the end and they haven't seen or spoke to each other in 17 years since they were inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame. So that's sort of, yeah, it's really sad, actually. But the book is not written like he said. I didn't want to write it like disgruntled drummer, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is uh, kind of funny. So the book is just this very positive look at the creative experience that the band had in like an incredibly productive 12 year period when they just turned out a lot of albums and did a lot of touring and made that great movie and everything like that. So that's the good news. So that's the backstory with David Byrne. If you're interested, I encourage you to read the book. But we're going to talk about, to Chris about other stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. So coming up, our interview with uh, Talking Heads, Chris Franz. Woo! Um, uh, but first, so everybody, get in line. All right. Um, but first, <laughs> so, so many good Talking Heads songs. Oh, to that end, if you are inspired, I made a Talking Heads uh, playlist over at Spotify. So if you look, uh, it's all Talking Heads stuff and Tom Tom Club stuff. And uh, so if you look up Satellite Sisters Talking Heads, you'll find the playlist. So oh. if you want to just, yeah, it was super fun to do after I read the book. It just renewed my love of the band and their early stuff and some of their later stuff. So uh, plenty of Talking Heads over there at Spotify playlists. Um, all right. But first, we'd like to thank a couple of sponsors for supporting this week's Satellite Sisters podcast. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code SISTERS to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. A big thanks to Green Chef. Thank you, Green Chef. Who's ready to mix it up this fall with dinner? Raise your hand because we are. And Green Chef is the perfect solution. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that provides meal kits and meal plans that include paleo, plant-powered, keto, and balanced living. They let you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. The recipes are quick and easy, They have step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and here's the key, photos to guide you along. Everything is hand-picked and delivered right to your door. And ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly proportioned, and mostly prepped. But you know what I like about Green Chef? You still have to do some real cooking. I enjoy Mm -hmm. that.
2: You Mm -hmm. do. There is a, you know, there is some technique involved, you know, but the photos help a lot. You're right, Leanne. So you definitely, (laughs) they help you put all of these new flavors and new ingredients together. So I feel like I'm always getting something I never would have cooked on my own. Right.
0: Exactly, Liz. Right. Like stuffed peppers they sent me with chimichurri. Like Ooh, like maybe I would have thought of stuffed peppers, but would I put the chimichurri in with it? Probably not Liz, but nope. it was the chimichurri that made all the difference. And that's it. Like I know Julie, you and I have been cooking dinner for our families. I don't want to say for decades, but for decades now. <laughs> uh-huh. And when we ask our families, what do you want for dinner? And there's no response. <laughs> it's not helpful. Nope. Whatever you want to make. so, so Green Chef takes the thinking and planning out of meal preparation and I'm ready for that. It makes cooking easy with dinner options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. They do the planning, the grocery shopping, most of the prep, and they have all these great pre-measured sauces, dressings and spices so you're layering in the flavor. It's the, it's the less it's more flavor in less time. That's how mm-hmm. that's what Green mm-hmm. Chef believes in. So if you want to try Green Chef and we would encourage you to, here's a special offer for Satellite Sisters listeners. Use code SISTERS80 to get $80 off your first month, plus free shipping on your first box. So SISTERS80 is the code, and you want to go to greenchef.com SISTERS80 to redeem and for more details. It's greenchef.com SISTERS80 to redeem and for more details. Thank you, Green Chef, for supporting Satellite Sisters. We would also like to thank Kiwiko. For their support of Satellite Sisters. All right. We knew this school year was going to be unlike any other. Whether your kids are going back to school or they're logging into a classroom from home. And as parents or grandparents, it can be super time consuming to give your kids the extra help they might need this year. Well, here is a bit of help. Hands-on science and art projects you can get delivered to your door in these special crates. This company, KiwiCo, can deliver a science fair or an art class right to your door. And they're fun to put together. Julie, uh, Urban Nana, you have been on the KiwiCo bandwagon for quite a while.
1: Uh, uh, Two thumbs up, Leanne. I love these because they're perfectly age appropriate. I did the Explore Australia uh, crate with my grandson. It was great. We could make a, no, he could make a coral reef. That's the cool (laughs) thing. I did not have to do it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, but we, we, he could build the hopping kangaroo and we could learn about life down under. So there are projects that they can do by themselves and that you can do with them, which I really appreciated.
0: Yeah. So it's, you know, the whole point of these crates are to encourage children to be innovators and creative thinkers. And you just won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. And when they're finished, They're confident and they have something really fun to play with. So fantastic. Uh, If you are interested in checking out KiwiCo, we encourage you to do that. Go to KiwiCo.com slash sisters. Okay. As a Satellite Sister listener, you're going to get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate at KiwiCo.com slash sisters. And here's how you spell KiwiCo kiwicocom com slash sisters. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at kiwico.com slash sisters. We are so excited to welcome to Satellite Sisters, Chris Franz. He's a founding member of the Talking Heads, along with his wife, Tina Weymouth. His wife for 40-plus years, I should say. Chris and Tina made up the rhythm section there. Chris on drums and Tina on bass. And his memoir, Remain in Love, is pretty much just a love letter to rock and roll, to his bands, and mainly to his wife. Which is, we like that on Satellite Sisters. <laughs> and uh, he joins us from his home in Fairfield, Connecticut. Chris. You're our first Rock and Roll Hall of Famer on Satellite Sisters.
3: Oh, well, it's, it's a great honor for me. <laughs> and I, 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 uh, I've been reading up on you all, and you're, you're very important podcasters.
1: <laughs> we're, pioneers, we're, yeah. we're pioneers, Chris. We're pioneers, Chris. There's no doubt about
3: it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got a podcast, it seems, but yours evidently is exceptional.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, we're glad that you're here. Um, we just loved, I loved reading your book. I totally loved it. Super oh. vivid memories of your touring with the Ramones or filming Stop Making Sense or the Hall of Fame induction. So I'm wondering if this virtual book tour is a bit of a letdown for you. Were you <laughs> Were you thinking it was going to be more exciting when you finally wrote the story of your life? <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. It, this has been a year of... Uh, surprises and uh, uh tragedies and uh but i i'm i'm happy that, i'm happy at least that we have skype
0: <laughs> yes no i know um,
3: yeah I, I i was disappointed because we uh, i mean my my book was supposed to be published in may and that was postponed due to the uh sit pandemic situation and, and to july and uh, it, it's been going very well, all things considered. But but um, I, I, I miss, I don't miss TSA, but I do miss like relaxing into my seat on an airplane and going to someplace more glamorous. Than- <laughs> yeah. I I missed that, and I I was really looking forward to, uh, you know this book tour, which was going to be rather extensive, but, but yes, it's been all virtual. And uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thankful at least we can do that. You know? And do you
0: have your hair and makeup routine down now for zoom? Is that, you have everything
2: set for your zoom? I do
3: I, do. I have I have the, ang- I have the, I, I use the Tom Ford protocol, <laughs> which is what, <laughs> which is, uh, well, first of all, have your hair and makeup correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> In fact, I did apply some powder. I didn't know we weren't going to have any images. So uh, oh. <laughs> I'm all powdered up here. We're but, very touched. We're very touched. <laughs> but uh, but his main thing is have, have, have the camera elevated so that it's, uh, you know, so that you're kind of looking up at it. So uh, especially if you're like me, a man of a certain age, you, you don't want to have the wrong angle, you know. Yeah
1: we're all about angles we know that we yeah. know a lot about that chris yes right it's good yeah, it's much better Patrick. for your neck if you're looking up yeah good work yes exactly
3: <laughs> and uh, okay. so, so that's what i do and uh how about you all uh, what are you all up to <laughs> <laughs> Well, you
0: know, that's what, there's a reason we've been doing this show for 20 years and we've never had visuals. We've never connected with picture and we joke about it. Like we could have done it for years, but we always just do audio. Cause we just, we believe in the radio aesthetic. So, so no. there's uh-huh. no, yeah, nothing tricky for us here. Nothing tricky for us.
3: You're concerned. Uh, you're concerned maybe that you have a good face for radio.
0: It's exactly, <laughs> <that's> exactly right. <laughs> we just, yeah, we just want it to be more about the words than the way we look. That's why we've always chosen okay. radio. So Fair if in... we can say. Fair All right, so the book Remain in Love is just, it's chock-a-block with fantastic 70s and 80s names and moments. It's seriously everything I wanted in a rock and roll memoir. There's Debbie Harriet, CBGBs. There's a hilarious spotting of Mick Jagger in an East Village bar, you know, your tours just never seem to end or make you any money, you know, Lou Reed offering you a terrible record deal. I just, I couldn't have loved it anymore. Did you like the process of writing a book? Because that's very new for you.
3: It was new for me. You know, I've written some things like for uh, music magazines and, and, you know, short pieces, but I... And and I thought, oh, I thought, oh, I can do it. But then when I sat down to do it, oh man, <laughs> boy, did I have an anxiety attack! But but uh, I I I started using this stuff for anxiety called CBD oil,
1: <laughs>
3: and it really works. At least for me, it it really calms me right down, and I was able to get to work. You know, you'd be interested. To know that I, I wrote a good deal of the book at, at the Pequot Library in Southport.
2: You oh, did. Fantastic. Yeah. That, that's unbelievable. Yeah. We love the Pequot Library.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do too. In fact, I just I just made a contribution. They're, they're restoring the roof, which is the roof is a for people who don't know, it's a an historic library in Southport, Connecticut, and it's small you know relatively small but but uh the roof is 150 years old and it it was only supposed to last 75 years or something like that (laughs) when it was built uh so they're replacing that uh but yeah i i i I was i have two beagles and they just wouldn't give me any peace at all like they (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, when I sit down to write, they either want to go out or, having let them out, they want to come back in yeah
0: that's and, their job yeah
3: <laughs> and then the u, then the u p s man comes up the driveway and they start howling and so so I made my i decided i gotta go someplace that's a little bit more uh you know better conducive to writing and i I went to Pequot library and it was really fun there. Uh, particularly in the winter months, I could sit in a nice leather club chair by the fire with my laptop on my lap. You know.
0: Yeah, that Was sounds it? like what people think all writing is like. That right there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I, I I went and I got an agent. You know, and and um, the agent told me what I had to do, and I did that, and. Uh, and he got me a book deal very quickly because he, he said, he said, your timing is perfect. I'm going to the London Book Fair. This was like two years ago. And he went to the London Book Fair and, and, and uh, succeeded in getting a couple of deals for me like the next day. It was <laughs> amazing. And, uh, <clears throat> but then the, then the real work began.
0: Yeah, well, there's a ton of detail in the book. And I read in another interview that you said that's because your wife, Tina Weymouth, still has all her date books. Because I was really impressed that you remembered these, you know, details of one tour after another. But credit to Tina.
3: I must give credit to (laughs) Tina for a lot of things. But but, uh, she was our tour manager in those days. Uh, She kept track of the money. And she also kept track of well, well, she would buy she would go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art and buy a calendar book, like the one a very important year for us, 1977, has King Tut on the cover. Remember King
2: Tut? That was I remember that show, yes.
3: Yeah, it was a very big deal. I think it was the first block what they call blockbuster museum show in the United States. And uh, so anyway, she, she has this calendar book with King Tut on the cover. And, and on any particular uh, date, she would write the name of the venue we played, uh, whether she thought it was a good show or a bad show, uh, whether she thought the promoter was a good promoter or not, and how many encores we made, and and also how many tickets were sold so that was um very good for jogging my memory yeah and it was
0: fun to read the set list too did she did she track the set list or was that you that well
3: had the set list? I, I i had set list in in our archive box you know oh, okay but yeah. but uh I, I think some people i noticed uh some of detractors uh said why did he include set lists and i i thought well, I included set lists because people are interested in that.
1: <laughs> Good yeah. point. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, by the way, I'm really enjoying the Sweeney Sisters. I just began it over the weekend. Oh, I,
0: thank I, you, Chris. Yeah, I, you'll I, see there's some Pequot Library in there, too.
3: Yeah. it's it's a, I love the idea that, um, well, the whole DNA thing and all that. Um, but... But uh, um, I'm I'm happy to be uh, to be able to read it and and you know I enjoy local color very much and this has it.
1: <laughs> Thank
0: you. Yeah, I had to kind of go back and jog my memory. I wish I had um, I wish I had those calendars, but I've been storing stuff away for years in my mind. So it all came rushing back to me, but I did have to go back and sort of take a tour and walk the streets and wander through the Pequot Library again and go to Spick and Span just to remember all those places. Well, that was one of the things in the book that really made me laugh. I mean, you would write about these, these incredible tours or appearing with the Tom Tom Club in Brazil or, you know, going out on the road with the Ramones. And then you were going back to Fairfield, Connecticut, which was like the preppiest, you know, most you know, waspy town. And I wanted more about that in the book. Like, what was that like when you got back to Fairfield from these wild rock and roll trips?
3: Well, it it was a good place to get some uh, sleeping done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I, you know, I'm very comfortable here. I I, I spent, you know, I'm a guy who went to prep schools. You did,
0: yes. My
3: (laughs) parents, uh, my parents thought that was important um, once I got to the high school level, and and so I went to a couple of them, and um, uh, I, I got to say I'm very comfortable with the people in Fairfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I also have uh, some interesting neighbors. I uh, you know uh, artists, artists, and various entrepreneurs that are not exactly the, mo- uh, the, the not exactly who you would expect to to meet here okay keith richards for example
0: oh really
3: lives just up the road actually in weston but but not you know a 10 minute drive from right. here and, <laughs> right and, and nile rogers of Sheik is yeah, at, wow
2: mm-hmm. is
3: is on the uh Saugatuck river he has a nice place oh. there and, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of high rollers around here.
0: Yes. That's they're,
3: a... they're kind of fun up to a point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I did have fun imagining you, like, walking into the stop and shop. Like, every once in a while, did you just think, what am I doing here? I'm in this... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I went from, you know, the tour with the Ramones to the stop and shop. So, it just made me laugh thinking about yeah.
3: that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's really funny is now when I go in the stop and shop, I hear Talking Heads songs <laughs> or, or Tom Tom Club songs. Oh, that must be so weird. It, it, the first time it's really weird, and then, then if you go in and they're not playing Talking Heads or Tom <laughs> Club, you think, oh my god, are we are we no longer fashionable?
0: <laughs> We're dead. <laughs> non
1: music, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I, well, it's a lot of us, you have two kids, they're in their 30s now, uh, you raised them there in Connecticut, but a lot of us, Chris, proved how cool we were by saying, oh, you know, I used to, I used to listen to the talking heads, but you were one. So did that, does that buy you credibility with your own children?
3: Um, you know, you know, my kids, uh, thank goodness, my kids are, 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 are well pleased that, that their parents are still hip.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh that's good. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know, if, if 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 our songs didn't sound cool now, yeah, uh, that would be a disaster. <laughs> but, but thank goodness thank goodness they still sound you know relatively hip in, in 2020 and um and probably will continue to sound hip for quite a few years. So I give thanks for that.
0: Yeah, no. Well, it was fun when I was reading the book. I was just essentially, you know, list, reading it and had my Spotify open. So when you started to go into production details about a certain song, and I really enjoyed reading how you were putting, you know, layering sounds and people and voices and rhythms, and then I would bring it up on Spotify and listen to it. And that's what I, like, even the the first album, 77, I thought these these songs could sound great they could come out today like that album was just great or remain in light which is my favorite album like that's a great album so yeah well done good work
3: (laughs) thank you very much we had a we had a really good team and that's 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 really the message one of the main messages i'm trying to convey in this memoir is is that uh Talking Heads had a, a unique chemistry, and, uh, and we, we were supported by an excellent team. Yeah,
0: That comes through. I mean, it, it does come through. I loved reading all about that. And I know that a lot of this book tour and a lot of Talking he- Heads fans will run it, read the book to find out really what happened behind the scenes with David Byrne. And you get into that, and you sh- they should. But just for the record, I'm just 100% Team Tina. And so <laughs> I want wanted she was always my favorite member of the band sorry Chris and um was That's the
1: coolest funny.
0: girl yeah. in rock and roll so still remains the coolest girl in rock and roll as far as I'm concerned so and you met her like at RISD you were college sophomores when you tell you know your your kids or people the story of how you met what do you say what do you, what do you say about Tina meeting her
3: well I I tell the story, uh, in the book. Um I was sit- you know in the center of the RISD campus, Rhode Island School of Design campus, which is in Providence, Rhode Island, um, there's a there's a little grassy park with a large sculpture in the middle of it, abstract sculpture. And the kids, the students call it the RISD Beach, because on a nice day, a lot of students will be sitting there you know, exchanging ideas, gossiping, falling in love, getting high, all that um, and I was sitting there with uh one of the the artist' models He, he was known as Charlie the model <laughs> charlie was Charlie was an amazing like like a, I would say six foot four, if not taller, and very physically fit, muscular barrel chested and he was about maybe 20 years older than than me and uh people some people said that charlie had been shell-shocked um in the war i i don't know if that was really the case but there was something different about him however he was a fantastic artist model and uh all the students loved him and, and charlie would if he'd ever met you even once He'd refer to you as his friend. He'd say, Hello, friend. So I liked Charlie, and we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, this beautiful young girl came whizzing by on her, we used to call them English bikes, a three speed bicycle. It was painted yellow, kind of beat up, you know, clearly a hand me down from someone. And uh, she was wearing very short cutoffs jeans and um like uh, uh running shoes and a, a blue and white striped french sailor shirt and she had a nice like fresh shag haircut remember shag haircut <laughs> yes and- we do yeah julie had one
2: i had yeah. the first
1: one in fairfield i'll just tell you that chris
3: <laughs> i love them i love them yeah. A haircut. So anyway, her hair was blowing in the breeze and she went whizzing by. Uh, she didn't look our way because she was keeping her eye on the traffic, but I could see that she had like this smattering of uh, freckles across her nose and blue eyes. I have very vivid memory of this, this incident. And uh, I said, I said to Charlie, wow, Charlie, did you see her? And he said, Oh, that's my friend, Martina. (laughs) Ah. And I said, Oh, Martina. Hmm. I've got, and I thought to myself, I've got to meet Martina. (laughs) And then then the next day, the next morning, I had my first class with uh, uh, quite a great painter named Richard Merkin. It it was a, a figure painting class. Richard Merkin, by the way, uh, did you might know him from many illustrations he did for uh, and covers for The New Yorker. Uh, but, but also he one of his claims to fame is he's actually pictured on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band.
0: Oh, wow.
3: He's like, mm-hmm. you know, they have the Beatles and then they have like Muhammad Ali and Sonny Liston and all these other faces in the background, W.C. Fields and whatnot. And uh Richard Merkin was friends with the artist uh Sir Peter Blake who made the cover. And uh he he was he was a flashy dresser, a real dandy. He got his picture on the cover of the of the album. Uh, so anyway, it was my first class with Richard Merkin and it was a figure painting class, and I I'm setting up my easel and my canvas and my paint box and my palette and everything getting ready. And I look across the room and there's Martina setting up her, setting up her, uh, easel. And I thought, Oh God, there's, there's Martina. I'm going to have to figure out a way to introduce myself. And, um, at the end of the class, I was very distracted through the whole class. Uh, uh, at the end of the class, I thought I, I got to introduce myself, but, but how, what, how, what would be the cool way to do it? You know? And one of my friends, a very effete young man walked up to Tina and said, looked at her painting and said, clearly you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs>
0: oh man. I
3: That's could, mean. I, it was so dreadful. And I, I, I saw Tina looking kind of crestfallen. So I thought to myself, oh, here's my chance. And yeah. I, I <laughs> walked over and I kind of gently pushed my friend out of the way. And I said, excuse my friend, clearly he has no idea what he's doing. And uh, Ooh, my good name, line, good my, line,
1: Chris, good. We're, line. We're, we're all in. Yeah.
3: Thank <laughs> you. And so I, I, I said, uh, my name is Chris. And I really like this class. Do you? And she said, well, yes, I love it. And my name is Tina. And, and that's how we met. Oh, um,
0: it's a good story. Oh, see, the whole book is filled with great things like that.
3: Well, thank <laughs> like,
0: you. Bar-Chart, Sergeant Pepper, you just, you just don't get a meet cute story. You get Sergeant Pepper in there. You get everything <laughs> you need. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one of the details in the book that I loved, again, this sort of contrast between your post-punk rock band, uh, is the fact that you and Tina honeymooned at the Cloisters on Sea Island, which is where our parents honeymooned. They were there, too.
3: My parents, too. Uh, that's, I, 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 My parents said, Chris, where would you like to go on your honeymoon? We went to Sea Island. And I said, that sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, and so. So uh they actually it was a gift from them and uh,
0: <laughs> Well you had to leave in the middle though to go do a show in New York, right? Which made yep. me laugh. Yeah. A huge big, a big show for you.
3: Big show with Brian Ferry. We were we were the support band. To, uh Brian Ferry and Talking Heads at the bottom line in New York. And uh we we flew up for that and and uh we stole the show. <laughs>
0: Nice. There you go. Yeah. I, like <laughs> I like it. And then you flew back to do the rest of your honeymoon. Yeah, I was
3: we, we flew back and we had a, a few more days at the cloisters. <laughs> and, uh, it was, that was, you know, I like that old fashioned Southern Luke's, you know, I, yeah I I can dig that. <laughs> yeah. we, okay. played a, we played a little bit of tennis, but not too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then what was really fun, and what Tina enjoyed most of all, was the drive back. We kind of—I uh, was driving my parents' hand-me-down Ford Country Squire station wagon.
1: Sure, uh, yeah, and the paneling, no doubt, right? Uh, the...
3: Yes, w- w- the <laughs> the fake wood paneling, mm-hmm. and uh, we we stopped in, in various places in the Carolinas on the way home including a place where I used to go as a kid called Emerald Isle in North Carolina. And uh, we stayed in a hotel, we went from the Cloisters to, to a motel that had free TV. <laughs> <laughs> Emerald Isle, North Carolina. Um, I, also, I also worked on this book, I worked on it in, over in France where Tina's mother, uh, was from in Brittany and, uh, Tina's still, Tina's like the steward of the, her mother's family home in Brittany. And normally we would be there, uh, at this time of year. Oh, uh, but no can do this year.
0: Right. And just a little bit of trivia for Talking Heads fans. That's where the French comes from in Psycho Killer. with was Tina coming up with those lines, that's right? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> for many people, the only French they know are those, those <laughs> words from
2: Psycho <laughs> <Qu'est-ce> que c'est? <say? laughs> yeah.
3: Yes. And, and then I, I wrote uh, another good portion of the book down at uh, Compass Point in, in outside of Nassau in the Bahamas which is where, where we did a lot of recording, for, starting with uh, our second album, more songs about buildings and food. And um, we, we got a little... Well, it was actually for the first Tom Tom Club album, we made a deal with Chris Blackwell of Island Records. And part of the deal was that in exchange for, for the album, instead of a cash advance, we would get a piece of real estate
0: that's very smart. Yeah,
3: I thought that was a good idea. And we still, and we still have that. It's a small apartment, two bedrooms, but, but we, we still have it down there. And uh, that's where I wrote, wrote another good portion of this book.
0: Yeah, I was surprised that so much that I didn't know anything about the, all the recording in Nassau. So that was fun to read, too, because that's a whole other cast of characters like Robert Palmer is your, one of your neighbors there. So there's yeah. a lot of Robert Palmer in the book.
3: Yeah, Robert Robert Palmer was a, a a very close friend of ours. Um and uh well he became a close friend of ours and uh he was always gave us a lot of encouragement and uh, you know, he's a sweet guy. Was a sweet guy. And uh but but so many bands came through there. I mean, uh, when we made when we were recording Remain in Light for example, in the other studio, uh, there were two rooms you could record in there. In the other studio was ACDC doing <laughs> black and black. Oh, <laughs> uh, and when we were doing the first Tom Tom Club album there, in the other studio was Grace Jones doing mm-hmm. her album, Night Clubbing. So, uh, there, there were, I mean, there was always, if it wasn't the Rolling Stones or, or uh, who else? Iron Maiden. Right. The, then, uh, I mean, there, there were so many great bands that came through there.
0: Which is why this detail really stuck out to me in the book. When your first official album came out, Talking Head 77, talk, um, Talking Head 77, your opening night of your tour was at Beefsteak Charlie's in Scarsdale, New York. <laughs>
2: <And> very <laughs> glam.
3: Yeah. Hey, and, hey, the, the pay was really good.
1: <laughs> and and Chris, sure. here's a little little detail. There used to be a beefsteak Charlie's on the Post Road in Fairfield across from Stop and Shop. And I worked there as a waitress. <laughs> so. I I we didn't have that kind of ban going on in our outlet. That's probably why it closed down. We just had to push those sides, you know, like you uh-huh. had to sell the steak, but it was mainly the baked potatoes that you had to really push.
3: Uh huh. I, I hear you. And the wine. <laughs> I'll bet they had some good wine.
1: <laughs> yeah, then, like crazy. in frosty mugs. And... <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, we, we, um, uh, I was very grateful to our manager because he realized that there was no real, uh, how shall I say, no real circuit for a band of of talking heads when we were getting started a band uh, like talking heads uh, the theaters were e- either too small or too big there was no okay. sort of, there was no sort of in between so we had to kind of create our with his help our own kind of circuit and we still played some clubs and things like like in, in in Los Angeles, our first gig was at the Whiskey and our second gig was at the Roxy. Yeah. And, you know, so we played those kind of places. But we, we would also play like Knights of Columbus Halls <laughs> at um, abandoned supermarkets. And uh, well, we played as many colleges as we could. We played a lot of cafeterias and student unions and stuff like that. But uh we would uh, like in my hometown of pittsburgh uh we had to play our first gig was antonino's pizza parlor
0: yeah huge
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh i mean it was tiny and it, it was really loud in there <laughs> Well,
0: but, I remember seeing Elvis Costello like early on at the High Life Frontons in Bridgeport. So oh, I guess that was his problem too. I was yeah. Like, yeah, he was we, playing at a High Life Fronton.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That place doesn't exist anymore.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was a moment in time, legalized betting on High Life. That was that was something. That was yeah. really going to make the state a lot of money. I remember that. It's a big <laughs> Money maker in the seventies. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I can't believe we're running out of time here, uh, but and I so enjoyed the book. There's just a million great stories. Um, but I wondered, like, take us to present day a little bit because you end the book. It's very touching. There's a, obviously a lot in there about the band's successes. The bands sort of really sudden, unexpected ending, a reuniting for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but. You end the book by writing when, you know, people say it's time to move on. You kind of reject that idea. You said you remain, you remain in love. What does yeah. that mean? Because I, I really touched me, I think, at this particular time when I think we have to sit in some of the emotions of everything that's happening now. And that's what struck me about the last paragraph in your book, that you, you sit in emotions.
3: Yes. Um, well, my feeling about people who say it's time to move on. Um, my feeling is that no, it's time to dig deeper, <laughs> and it's it's time to to make amends, and it's time to make peace. It's time to you know
2: make love.
3: It, 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 it's uh, I don't I I'm a, I'm very big on loyalty, particularly to my my friends and my coworkers and my family especially so um i don't like it when people say oh it's time to move on It's that's too easy uh, um like uh, you know uh i think you get what i'm saying right yeah right I, i'm yeah. Uh, i'm a big believer in being you know true to your school as the beach boys say. <laughs>
0: Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us on Satellite Sisters. This has been great. I can't recommend the book enough. Um, there was just one detail in the book I loved because I was watching all this tape and um, uh, there were you guys at the at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I looked at Tina and I thought she still got it. Oh, my gosh, that's a great haircut. <laughs> and what is she wearing? That's so fantastic. It's just so Tina, so perfectly Tina. And then you describe her outfit in the book and you said, She's had those pants since she was 18 years old. And my hat is off to her on every level.
3: Yes. She still
0: has them. She can fit into them. They looked great. It was just perfect.
3: Well, (laughs) I'll be sure to tell her you noticed that.
0: Thank you. (laughs) And thank you for including it in the book. The book is Remain in Love. Thanks, Chris, for joining us on Satellite Sisters.
3: Thank you all.
0: Okay, that's it. Thanks for out. Thanks, oh, nice. that, that was fun.
1: fun. That was we, so great, Chris.
3: Very <laughs> nice. I hope I hope you all keep well and uh that I hope the smoke clears in California.
0: Thank you. Uh, it will. It will someday. It will. Yeah.
3: No no uh hurricanes in Dallas.
1: <laughs> no, no. We're 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 but we're watching. We always watch. Yep.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you,
1: Chris. Mm -hmm. My
3: pleasure. Thanks for including me. Bye-bye. Say say
1: hi to Fairfield for us. (laughs) Oh, oh,
3: I will. I'm about to go for a little walk now. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about So, you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P R O S E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. We would like to thank a couple sponsors for their support of the Satellite Sisters podcast. A big thanks to Grammarly. Whether you're commuting with your team online or working on a project, Grammarly is the digital writing tool you can always rely on to get your message across clearly and effectively. It works across multiple platforms, including Gmail, Google Docs, and Slack, which I have just recently learned to use. And
2: <laughs> Congrats. there are a lot Good of gra-
0: grammar mistakes there. So the, there's more to writing well than catching spelling mistakes. Grammarly can help you write confidently no matter where you are. You guys, I really love digital writing assistant i I use it every day i know
1: it's very positive like when you when you've done a job you know when they're when they don't have any other suggestions they're like you made this look so easy (laughs) i like that little feedback
0: Yeah. And it works on things like Twitter and social media, Uh where I'm often just dashing off stuff. And I think that I've proofread, but I really haven't. So then Grammarly's like, oh, whoa, you forgot the uh, apostrophe over here. Oh, it's a double word over here. I mean, I just really like it. And I'm sure if you're trying to improve your writing for work, you're trying to get tighter emails or presentations that I think this is a great tool. And I don't know, Julie, have you gotten? (laughs) I didn't know they did this. I got a grammarly like score sheet the other day. And I was like I
2: did too, Leanne. What is how you doing?
0: I'm doing better than 81%, Liz, in my vocabulary choices. Apparently. (laughs) I have a bigger vocabulary than 81% of Grammarly users. And once I found out that they were there was a test, oh, I was (laughs) totally into it.
2: Really spreading your wings
0: now? I'm going to use things like obfuscate in a few <laughs> tweets. Okay. Watch out. I'm going to get in the 90th percentile if it kills me <laughs> on the vocabulary. All right. So if you want in on this, it's so easy. It's a web extension. Is that what they say? It's a browser. What is
2: it? Liz? Browser it's extension. It? Browser
0: <laughs> extension. I don't know what it is, but it
2: works. So that's that's what I know. That's the important thing. Uh,
0: yes, it's a browser extension. And Grammarly Premium helps you write like a pro with advanced real-time feedback, as you said, Julie. You can level up your writing work for school or personal projects or work. The, fe- the Premium features uh, advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style. And it's the perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word. So to get 20% off... Grammarly Premium, you have to go to Grammarly.com slash sisters. That's Grammarly.com slash sisters. And don't do as I do, which is always misspelled grammar. Grammar is G-R-A-M-M-A-R. And then just add the L-Y. Grammarly.com slash sisters for 20% off Grammarly Premium. Thank you, Grammarly. We appreciate your support. We would like to thank FrameBridge for their support of Satellite Sisters. You know we love FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving your house. And that's the way to do it these days. So if you want to add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift, what do you do, Liz? You FrameBridge it, right?
2: Frame it. Frame it. yes, FrameBridge it.
0: <laughs> Art prints, diplomas, to the photos sitting on your phone. You can frame bridge just about anything. Julie, you had a great suggestion. What should people be frame bridging
1: now? They're for first day of school pictures, Leanne. Whether they were the virtual school, a hybrid school, school school, whatever that first day looked like, you need a you need that framed because this is 2020, right? And this right. is a year like no other. Right. So we that I think would be a great thing to do.
0: There were a lot of really clever first day of school photos for kids that really weren't going anywhere or doing anything but sitting in their bedroom. And I appreciated that effort. And those are perfect to to send off to Framebridge. You can send them right from your phone. You just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo. I mean, how easy is that? But if you want to get 15% off your first order, this is what you're going to want to do. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code SISTERS to get that first day of school photo framed framebridge.com use promo code sisters to save an additional 15% off your first order. That's framebridge.com promo code sisters. Thanks Framebridge.
2: Okay. We are back, but Leanne, before we move on, I just want to say Chris France, I, you just don't expect a rock God to be so sweet. Can Mm -hmm. I just say that? What a sweet guy. Yeah. I mean, he comes across in the book as just like a
0: hardworking rock and roller, you know, who loved his wife and loved his bands and loved his friends. That's why I thought the end of the book was just, you know, really, it was really poignant to me that that part of his life is just just a wonderful memory. And they created such great
2: music. Yeah. 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 And that just the image of walking through our local stop and shop, hearing your (laughs) Rock and Roll (laughs) Hall of Fame hits. Over the loudspeaker? That's pretty good. Crazy. That is pretty good, mm-hmm. Julie. You are right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I can't wait now to go listen to that Spotify uh list, Leon, because Yeah. That's... You're gonna enjoy it. Those are some awesome songs, which, of course, we're not allowed to run on our podcast. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's really a
0: bummer.
1: <laughs> because,
0: you, you know, you would only have to hear a couple of notes of some you'd of these know. songs to be like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. even if yeah. you haven't listened in a long time. Well,
1: thanks. Time. But thanks for making that um, special uh, podcast.
2: Yeah. yeah okay. that,
1: that'll be <laughs> great. Welcome.
2: Okay, but it is a good time to remind everyone that, I mean, our podcast is not only available on all the podcast apps, you know, whether it's Stitcher or Spotify or Apple or whatever, uh, but you can find every episode on our website, too. That's satellitesisters.com. And the show notes, which when you're listening on an app, you just swipe the cover and the the cover art and the show notes are there somewhere, depending on the app. Um, They're also on the website. So if you go to the podcast page, you'll see the most recent episodes. And you can just click through to all the show notes, including sponsor links. So it's all there for you. Please enjoy.
0: All right. I also want to mention that the Sweeney Sisters book clubs are rolling along. We had a great group last Wednesday at uh, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, tune in. We had a lot of fun talking about the show, uh, talking about the book. Uh, there's another this weekend, I'm getting a good response to that one. I know I have a whole book club showing up for that this week as well. Also a couple more dates in October, including a Sunday brunch date. Uh, so just in case Wednesday nights don't work for you or Wednesday afternoons, there's a Sunday brunch in mid-October. So you can go to leandolan.com, my website, and and click on book clubs and all the information is there for you. But thanks to everybody who has been signing up. And then this week, um, we're going to have all the Entertaining Sisters recommendations in the weekly newsletter, Pep Talk. So we have some good ones. We also have a yeah bunch of Entertaining Sisters. So you're going to want to subscribe to Pep Talk if you haven't done that yet. And thanks to all the really positive feedback about Pep Talk.
2: I'm, I'm enjoying writing it. So, so there you go. Yeah, you're doing Thank a great you. job. And we are definitely in an era where everyone needs as much of a Pep Talk as they can possibly get. So I had the
0: most fun thing happen at yoga class tonight, my online yoga class. So that's my pep talk for the week. Oh, I'm excited okay. to oh, write good. it. All right. I'm excited right. to
1: write it. <laughs> well, Liz and Leanne, I'm 100% certain that when we cooked up the idea for our 2020 Satellite Sister Contest, look what I did. We did not expect to be overwhelmed with all the they joyous, beautiful, fun, funny, talented, gorgeous responses <laughs> that have been flooding into our Facebook group and then to Instagram with the hashtag #SatSisters. Look what I did! We asked you to send in your pictures of what you've been up to, big or small. You know, we—you know—we left it wide open, and you responded. I mean. Was last week the best week ever to go to Facebook? It
2: was. It was really fantastic. So uplifting.
1: I mean. I just was overwhelmed by how many quilters we have. Okay. (laughs) All right. Can we talk about quilting? Because when this virus is over, here's my next big idea. I think we have to have a Satellite Sister quilt show. Okay? And. People people can come from all over to view these uh, quilts. In fact, even bigger, I think we should have a Satellite sister State Fair because <laughs> everything that people have been doing, I mean, we we can't just talk about the quilters. We also have to talk about the crocheters, okay? Oh, and the yeah. macrameers and the needle pointers and the cross stitchers. <laughs> I mean, they are just pour- pouring in, okay? And what about all the gardeners, Leanne? Have you uh. seen all the gardeners who have who raised their beds. They're doing beautiful veggies and flowers. You know, I want to give a special shout out to Beth, who grew hollyhocks because that's what her grandmother grew. Did you see that picture? Yes. That was I love it that so many people were into self-improvement. Uh, Cheryl, you guys you really made me laugh when you put up those pictures of every face mask that you had in your house and that you have been using those in the last six
2: Oh, i laughed so hard at that too julie oh, okay. that was hilarious
1: okay good work courage to elaine who had a total knee replacement ouch that does not seem easy i mean but the sisterhood has been busy they've been reading books they've been watching tv doing movies they have been taking care of people colleen was taking care of her 94 year old mother recently got her set- settled or how about heather who taught her son with disabilities how to fold laundry i'd love that okay yeah,
2: yeah. debbie okay debbie gets a
1: special shout out for caring for a five-month-old foster child yeah i mean those were beautiful the yeah. quilts every day more quilts people we want to <laughs> see those, okay Okay, but people learn new skills too. I was really impressed with that, like French. Or how about Teresa, who took up the drums? <laughs> That's, that seems really noisy during a pandemic to take up the drums. But I like that, and I like Jill, who with her new Tahitian ukulele. Did you I, see she, that one? She built that ukulele. I, know I thought no. she was just really?
2: getting...
1: yes. No, I thought no. she
0: was just learning the ukulele. No, she made the ukulele. She huh. made
2: the, you, have that was time.
1: the whole point. <laughs> I know. If you so, but people cooked, they baked, they made ice cream. Oh. Uh, Karen, you grilled a very good looking chicken. And I'm <laughs> glad you put that up there. Okay. <laughs> and Cheryl,
2: you stuffed squash blossoms. Liz, cooking with Liz, I okay. think that
1: would be a challenge. When I, I come mean, back
2: later in the fall, I might have to try that. I
1: mean, people wrote books. They, uh, they made uh, uh, podcasts. Jennifer, shout out to you, because you are growing a baby, and we're all rooting for you with mm-hmm. that. Harriet Harriet created, did you see those coasters? Um, yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, from maps? Okay. Yes. I, I just, uh, people learned new technology. Laura painted, started painting a door, and then painted a whole downstairs of her house. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love that. Okay. Mary. She had a leaky sink. And so she watched watched a video and fixed her sink. I loved it. And Casey finished her laundry room. People ran HR departments. They homeschooled. Barbara drove around her state. Carolyn and her daughter picked up trash. They just picked up trash. They started all of that. Okay. People raised. They took care of dogs. They taught them new tricks. They fostered dogs. They raised (laughs) chickens. And how about feeding butterflies i didn't know you could do that i didn't
2: either julie i did not know that was a thing you could do but those were beautiful pictures i
1: mean this is really it's been so inspiring if you're not part of our facebook group you need to join so that you can you can have this pep talk and it you know big and small things i mean whatever you have i would have to say kathleen that you, when you posted that, your post where you successfully opened a new bottle of lotion and got <laughs> the pump to actually work. That. Now, this is a random drawing. Okay. But if it wasn't a random drawing, I might have to give Catlin a prize for that. Because <laughs> that confounds me. I, I don't know how to do that at my age. Uh, and I'm uh... So this is a random drawing. We love to see it. Everybody is loving these. So post some more, put it, use the hashtag sat sisters look what i did. You can post it in our Facebook group, on Instagram and just enjoy. <laughs> yeah, reminder <laughs> that it's over on Instagram too. And so oh, yeah. a lot of on Instagram photos. too. Yeah. Now we have two more weeks. It ends on September 28th and then there's going to be a random drawing, one from Instagram, one from Facebook. So yes. uh, definitely job. post both places. Great okay. roundup,
0: Julie. Great idea for this contest. I give you full 100% credit. Well done. Well done.
2: <laughs> well, Julie, you also get credit for last week's LOL moment of the show, I think, because you kicked off the episode by telling us how you were uh, using laundry spray on your face. Yes.
1: Because yes. Uh, it was supposed to reduce wrinkles. That's right. Yes. <laughs>
2: And have you seen any improvement in a week? I was just wondering, what's the long-term effect of laundry spray on the face? So so far, no, I haven't. But maybe I need to use more, Liz. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, well, as a result, that was the inspiration for a post in the Facebook group that's basically about... Product snafus. Liam posted Julie's story and said, okay, come on. We've all done it. Used products in the wrong way. Uh, Confess what you've done. And, again, you people always surprise us. There are some crazy things. So I wanted to go through some of uh, my favorites. First, there was just a huge category that I'll call just, you know, teeth brushing is treacherous. So... (laughs) So Libby said, my husband brushed his teeth with a preparation H and asked, Why is this toos- toothpaste so thick? <laughs> Olivia said, My worst was vagicil toothpaste. Oh, cool. yeah. oh. <laughs> Charlene said, while on vacation, remember vacation? I sent my then seven-year-old in to brush his teeth, and he came out and said, Mama, what is that new toothpaste? It's bad it was the cortisone cream so so we had to call poison control just to be sure and then siri posted oh my god these are so funny i don't feel so bad about brushing my teeth with ben-gay anymore <laughs> There, oh, oh, there was that's... a lot of misapplication of Ben Gay. I'm just yeah. going to yeah. say that. That's You should put that further away from your sink, people, because you're <laughs> doing dangerous things with it. Then there was also a bug category, which surprised me. Megan said, I was sick with a sore throat. I walked to the medicine cabinet and grabbed what I thought was throat spray. It was bug repellent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's wow. another call to poison control, maybe. We don't <laughs> know. Um, Christy used her raid ant spray as hairspray. Okay. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to put that in a different category. Yeah. Different category or something.
2: <laughs> and Chris said her mother sprayed her son with Pam instead of bug spray. Of course, that is not to play. So. So that was good. Then there was, of course, a language difficulties category. Um, Diane admitted to eating a fruit-shaped soap that looked like candy because the ingredients were listed in French. So That can happen to anyone, yeah. Anyone. Kathy said, when we lived in Holland, we noticed my dad's hair was turning a strange color. It turns out he got the copper cleaner mixed up with the shampoo. (laughs) The same color bottle, but the label was in Dutch. Dutch is super hard to read, Kathy. We can understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, there's a whole uh, feminine hygiene category of things gone wildly wrong. (laughs) Margie said... A male coworker at a weekend event asked for a pen and a member of the group reached into her purse and handed him a Tampax. It's classic. It's a <laughs> classic. Who among us has not done that? We've right? all done that. We've all done. Another, another Kathy said, a friend of mine's 12-year-old uh, son gave her a birthday present of what he thought was perfume. And it was feminine hygiene spray. So, yeah. How's a 12-year-old supposed oh. to know? They don't know. Oh. And then home with a twist. This was a good one. Uh, in stay, instead of KY jelly for you know, my husband actually slathered my you know with the dog's ear mite medicine. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Oh. My in God. Toledo. <laughs> it burned like HE double hockey sticks. Needless to say, things shut down real quick. Yeah, that will. <laughs> That that will kill kill an amorous moment. And then there was just one last one I wanted to mention in what I'll call the overzealous parenting category. Uh, Lauren said, my mom put carpet fresh in an unmarked sprinkle container for me when I had an off-campus apartment in college. I thought it was salt and sprinkled it on my macaroni tuna salad. I kept saying, I can't place this taste, but it reminds me of something. It was lemony. She said, I figured it out after I finished the bowl. I was pretty sure I was going to die. What was my mom thinking? what college kid ever used carpet fresh so yes fair question lauren and again another call to boys in control as a result so uh, yeah many good ones there you c- keep them coming this yeah. is it keeps us laughing you know including the one of the friend who used a glue stick instead of chopstick that's okay
1: <laughs>
2: that was Maurice.
1: I can see that. I can definitely see that happening.
2: You reach into your purse in the dark, Julie. You don't know. You just think right. you're putting chopstick on. <laughs> Next thing you know, your lips are glued together.
0: <laughs> oh, people, like a fun way, way to end the show. I, let's, just, let's just wrap it up. There's nothing more we can say. There's
2: nothing to add. We're
0: done. Nope, We're nothing done. We're Except we would like to thank Sergio Enriquez, our engineer. Thanks, Sergio, for keeping it all together. And Keeping us honest here. We appreciate it. A big thanks to our sponsors this week and every week. And a big thanks to everyone in the Satellite Sisterhood who supports our sponsors. It really does make a big difference when you use those codes and those special URLs. Thank you Grammarly, KiwiCo, Green Chef, and Framebridge. Uh, if you want more information on the sponsors, again, just tap the cover art. And Liz has all the links in the show notes. Uh, do we have to-dos? Julie, what do you got? You got a to-do?
1: Gotta, I'm, I'm going to get a flu shot. That's it. Oh, okay.
0: I'm going to take, that's that's my to-do too. I mean, I didn't think of a to-do. So, okay, I'll do that too. Liz, how about you?
2: Well, I have my first dentist appointment since the pandemic started on Friday. Oh, I had I had one like at the end of March that, of course, got canceled. And uh, so they called me a couple of weeks ago to finally reschedule. And um, Marie, I know we have other dental hygienists out there, but I know Marie is a dental hygienist. Like, Marie, I'm just assuming they're going to be able to tell that I have not been flossing during the pandemic. Right. Is that so I'll just confess that right here. The, the...
0: I don't know. I why. have to say I went last week. I loved it because they didn't use that tool that sprays all the water and makes the terrible noise. Oh, oh! they just used the hand tools. Oh. So I don't want to say it was like a facial, but it was as, cl-
1: <laughs> <laughs> as close
0: as you're going to get. Yes. I mean, I left. I was thrilled. I was like, I wish it was always pandemic time at the, at the dentist. It was super nice. I think you're going to enjoy it, Liz. Yes. And I
2: trust them to be safe. I know how responsible they are. So I'm I'm ready and I'm overdue. So, okay.
0: You're going to love it. All right. That's the satellite sisters for this week. Hey, don't forget to call your satellite sister. Have a good week, sisters.
2: You too, Liam.